Hi everyone, welcome back to What the Fintech, your Fintech Feel Good Show. What the Fintech is a news and information platform covering the latest Fintech development in Hong Kong, Singapore, China, and Asia. Join us every week for an engaging conversation with various Asian tech figures to discuss about entrepreneurships, emerging technologies, customer engagement, and partnerships. And today we have Adrian from Sleek. Hi, Adrian. How are you? Hi, Mehdi. Thanks for having me. Uh, I'm, I'm doing great. How are you? I'm very good. I'm very happy to see you here because uh, I know you from, uh, from the French tech, what you have done in Singapore and Hong Kong also. Uh, and helping uh, a lot of entrepreneurs to create their company here. Mm -hmm. So it's great to have you. But before we start this interview, can you introduce yourself a bit? Sure. So uh, I'm Adrian. Uh, uh, as you can hear, my accent will actually not, uh, you know, like, uh, uh, will not lie. So I, I'm, I'm actually French. Uh, I've been uh, around Asia for 12 years, uh, mainly working in e-commerce for seven years. And, uh, and five years ago, I, I decided to embark on a mission uh, to help entrepreneurs um, to, uh, you know, get back peace of mind uh, when, uh, you know, building their business uh, by taking away all of the admin uh, and accounting uh, you know, matters uh, of their plate. Um, so Sleek is a platform on which you can register a business and uh, you know, outsource all the unsexy and, <laughs> and pretty time-consuming things you know, that come along with entrepreneurship. Um, so yeah, I like to say that we enable great businesses because we give back peace of mind to entrepreneurs and we allow them to grow faster. Uh, so yeah, that's what we did. Well, that's what we launched, sorry, like five years ago. And to date, uh, nearly half a million companies actually trust the Sleek for their uh, you know, back office operations uh, worldwide. And now we're in Singapore, Hong Kong, Australia, and uh, the UK. Oh, very interesting. Um, how did you come out with the idea of creating your companies? Did you have any turning point there or anything happened? Um, so I think it's... The question has two answers. First one, uh, like when did you think about like launching your own business? Uh, I think, you know, the, the story can be quite funny. I think it's back at business school when I was organizing like the parties uh, for like, you know, the entire business school. So it was really like, you know, managing a team of 30 people and, uh, and a yearly like revenue of around like half a million euros. So it was actually really like, you know, quite big. Uh, and it goes beyond, you know, just like, you know, serving drinks to people. Uh, there is a, a financial operation behind. So that was really like when I got quite interesting to actually launch something on my own. And then second, uh, when did I, I mean, how did I come up, you know, with, uh, with Sleek? Uh, so first, it's an idea that uh, uh, I co-founded uh, and I share with, uh, you know, someone else. So, so Julian, uh, based in, uh, in Singapore. And uh, that's actually not rocket science on how we came up with that. We were just like frustrated clients uh, with our own uh, corporate secretaries and accountants. And we decided to actually build uh, our alternative. So something that was really aligned with uh, uh, what we wanted as entrepreneurs uh, as a service. Can you describe a bit more what is Slick and what you are doing every day with the companies uh, joining your, comp your platforms and services? Sure. So like every day we register businesses uh, for entrepreneurs uh, in Hong Kong, uh, Singapore, Australia, and the UK. Uh, for entrepreneurs based in these countries or based overseas. So for instance, today, uh, you know, Hong Kong is actually <laughs> a bit blocked. I mean, not everyone can actually come here. Um, so we allow anyone globally based to become, uh, you know, a Hong Kong, I mean, an owner of a Hong Kong company uh, by helping them to register in a fully digital manner and then to just take care of uh, all the ongoing, you know, manage, like admin and, and governance matters. Um, so in a nutshell, yeah, we allow entrepreneurs to launch uh, businesses uh, in four countries. 
beyond just a company registry in Hong Kong, you are also delivering other services such as accounting and few other services for companies. Can you describe them, please? Yes. Um, so our scope of work, I mean, the, the vision at Slick is, you know, to uh, enable entrepreneurship. And then the mission is to uh, help you to go from uh, an idea to an operating company uh, within hours. So I, I'll take Singapore as the example, because that's where the vision in terms of product is, uh, you know, the most accomplished. So today, actually on Slick, uh, you know, within one day, you can open a company, get a, a multi-currency business account, uh, um, like a corporate card, uh, so that, you know, in just like a few hours in a day, you can go from an idea to an operating company. And to me, that's really like the game-changing uh, part of Slick. It's to allow entrepreneurship to everyone, based globally, and also to give it, you know, like uh, quite quickly, efficiently, and also at the right price. So we do that for the inception of a project, and then second, uh, after, we take care of all the ongoing management of your company. So uh, such as, uh, you know, bookkeeping, uh, payroll, uh, tax. Uh, and when the year end comes, actually, in Hong Kong, we all can also facilitate the financial audit. So we're really here for the full life cycle of companies uh, from the birth of your project uh, to the inception with, uh, you know, the legal entity uh, to the end and everything in between, basically. And can you share with us a bit of uh, uh, information about the company? So when you start, you start with the company registry, right? You start in Singapore. Mm -hmm. uh, did you start just alone with your co-founder? Did you already create a team there? And uh, how came the idea of the second product uh, at that moment? Uh, I think we, we, we had the, the vision of uh, the fully-fledged platform since the beginning. Uh, but obviously, you know, there is only uh, 24 hours in a day uh, and only one thing you can actually do. Uh, so we started with the company registration, uh, an area that was like uh, really like, I mean, very underserved by uh, existing uh, providers uh, with a complete absence of technology and uh, a pricing that was like, you know, more uh, along the lines of robbery than actually like, you know, a, a benevolently good pricing. Um, so that's how we actually started. And then after our clients started to ask us, hey, do you do accounting? Hey, I'm struggling at actually opening a bank account with a the traditional banks, uh, how can you guys actually help me? So um, I think, you know, we had the vision, but every step, you know, when we started to launch, uh, to think and to launch uh, new products and uh, new, new services, uh, it was always, uh, you know, like a, uh, a co, uh, you know, creation exercise with our, with our clients. Actually, they are a huge source of uh, inspiration for us. When uh, they complain, when they give us, you know, like positive feedbacks, we always ask questions. We always speak to them. Uh, and yeah, uh, still today, like, you know, five years after, I'm still like, you know, on a weekly basis uh, speaking to clients uh, to actually get feedbacks uh, from them. And it helps us like tremendously to actually adjust our product roadmap. Okay, interesting. Um, you also extended to Hong Kong, you say, and other countries. Can you explain a bit how you proceed for this extension uh, on new territories? So, um, yeah, we started with Singapore only, which was a, a big market, I mean, a market big enough actually for us at the very beginning. Uh, and after uh, clients, uh, you know, that were based in Hong Kong, but that were serving in Singapore started to tell us, hey, why don't you come to Hong Kong? Uh, here, the market is really like, uh, it, it's you know horrendous. Uh, I want to sleep here in Hong Kong. So that was like, you know, the inception of the project. And then after I, I basically came two or three times here in Hong Kong to... Uh, you know, do some mystery shopping to meet uh, entrepreneurs, uh, to meet SME owners, to understand a bit more about the scene. Uh, and once we saw that, yes, um, they were like, you know, the same pain points, uh, the same very bad, uh, you know, service. Uh, and third, the same, like, you know, complete line dissatisfaction. 
Uh, then we started to look at the regulatory framework to see if you know there was a fit uh, for our technology and our platform. Uh, and because there was a fit, uh, then we decided to actually uh, you know roll out the, uh, the the platform here. And what is the business model of your company? Is it uh, mostly uh, uh, you pay as a service? Is it uh, renewal fees for like recurring services? Is it something different? It's a SaaS uh, pricing, so it's a yearly subscription uh, that you can pay monthly or uh, yearly. Uh, and uh, yeah, uh, the more, uh, like the bigger you become, obviously, the, the more needs you have. Uh, and then you need to also like increase the, 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 the volume of services that you benefit from Sleek. So obviously, the, the pricing changes only based on your activity, actually. So small businesses will not pay the same price as, you know, big ones, mm -hmm. uh, because we have like, you know, a pricing for each uh, each bracket of, uh, of client. Interesting. And um I saw also that you are working with uh, some uh, other companies such as Xero or a few other platforms. Um, could you explain us how you work with their ecosystems and how you develop your own ecosystem with Sleek? Yeah, so uh, we use Xero for all our accounting and bookkeeping operations. We think that they are a tremendous uh, you know, product. Uh, I mean, uh, they have like 1.6 million companies uh, using their, uh, their platform every, uh, every day. Um, so the, the, there was no point literally in actually reinventing the wheel when actually you could team up with the you know the wheel that uh, had just won the Tour de France. Um, so it was like you know a natural uh, you know move to actually work with Xero. So we're very good partners with them. Um, they helped us to actually like you know shape uh, a bit our accounting services uh, because we learned so much with uh, all the the content that they give us and also like all the clients that we you know, acquired thanks to the fact that we are now like one of the very few uh, Xero Platinum partners. Actually, we were the fourth, uh, you know, uh, in Asia to get uh, that, uh, that mention. Um, and now I can say that, yes, we're also like quite active on the Xero marketplace uh, to, yeah, uh, just uh, offer a fully digital uh, experience to uh, uh, Xero uh, users. Um, I remember from the news last year, you raised something like around 25 million of uh, USD for fundraising on Series A, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that's correct. And uh, could you share a bit uh, about uh, this process and uh, what's next after that Series A for you? Yeah, so um, when you start and then you, you decide to like raise money, raising money is not like, you know, the, the end in itself. It's more an enabler to like achieve your vision and to to, to build it. So. Uh, we were honored with the trust of uh, like three big funds uh, that actually decided to invest uh, in us last year. Um, so we, we were very, very thrilled to actually, uh, you know, have these guys uh, at the board and also to, uh, uh, to, to have the tank, you know, full of gasoline to, uh, to go through the tech winter that we're in uh, these days. Uh, but essentially, it's more to actually go faster uh, on the hiring, on the product development uh, and a bit on marketing. Um, but yeah, it's essentially to grow faster and uh, and bigger. Uh, now the next steps would be to you know open new markets and uh, roll out uh, all the suite of products that uh, that we have today in Singapore, and we aim at rolling them out here in uh, in Hong Kong, in Australia, and also in the UK. Uh, you mentioned about the product you developed based on the feedback of your customers. Uh, how do you proceed to develop this product? Do you do some iteration? Do you start with maybe a proof of concept at the beginning and you? develop new features and enhance this new product every time. Uh, could you share a bit about the journey and UI UX there? Yeah, so we're, I mean, uh, if there is one sentence that I remember uh, from the very, very beginning. So uh, first year at Sleek, I was listening to the uh, Y Combinator podcast almost every day. Uh, it was like such a source of, you know, like energy and motivation. And I think one of the, 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 the key uh, sentence was, uh, um, if you're not... Uh, 
ashamed of your product, uh, it means that uh, you know uh, you you've waited too long. Uh, and I can say that uh, I'm very regularly actually ashamed of the product that you know we're we're actually pushing. Uh, we're very pragmatic. There is no point in actually mobilizing a team of uh, you know 30 people uh, to work on like the perfection of a product if there is no market traction. Um, if you waste like a year and a half doing so to have like the best uh, accounting software, uh, then you know most likely you would have you know missed the train, and uh, the the train will be like you know far 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 away in the plane. Uh, um, so. It's much better to actually like uh, sit down, uh, do a, a, a proof of concept, even if you know like the UX is not great, uh, and if the UI is like not uh, you know according to the books or not in line with the rest. But at least you know if you get like positive feedback from clients uh, or users, uh, it you know it's just a stamp of approval and a massive one that this product is going to be successful, especially if the UX and the UI is actually great. Um, so yeah, that's how we work. We're very pragmatic, and we start small, and then we scale if there is a you know a good uh, a good uh, response from the clients from the users. I also remember that you did uh, your company did a really interesting infographic for the five years, if I'm not mistaken, um, and it was super interesting to see how many like kilometers or tons of paper you save from uh, from Singapore uh, um, uh, registry companies there and uh, kind of like information about your customers. Do you have like any facts you can share with us? Any fun facts, any like uh, interesting uh, um, illustration of what you are doing exactly on a daily basis? So for, for the past five years in total, like the like if I look only at Singapore, the, the slick companies have generated so close to $1.8 billion of uh, investment into the Singaporean economy. So that's to give you the size of, uh, of what we're doing. Um, it says that you know, like SMEs uh, in itself are really small, uh, but when you combine all of them, the impact is actually tremendous. Um, so that's you know the one that actually to me uh, shows that the yeah SME market has a definite potential if you really look at the scale. Um, now, if you look at uh, yeah funny um, funny ones uh, funny like you know uh, figures. Uh, it's true that yeah, I think we uh, we saved the close to like 17 tons of 70 tons of paper in uh, Singapore and Hong Kong just because we're sending all of the documents you know in a in a fully like you know digital manner uh, to our clients so that they can actually sign the documents. Um, and I remember that yeah, like every every year we have like six tons of uh, of mail that we receive at our address in Singapore and that we digitize for our clients. So six tons of paper that. You know, we digitize and then after we recycle. Um, so that actually got us started to uh, now, like you know, try to become the most sustainable company in uh, uh, the corporate services space. Uh, because at the end of the day, we're in the paperwork industry. But to me, paper is becoming completely redundant, and we need to digitize it. That's what you know we're after. So not only we're building technology, but uh, on top of that, we are sustainable. Uh, we have a, an ambitious plan to actually become carbon neutral by 2030. And right now we're also like doing a lot of workshops internally every month to really like you know train people uh, about um, you know minimizing their impact in their lives at uh, you know uh, on their own and also at sleep when they come to the office. Um, you spoke about the people and the training you're doing. Maybe you can share a bit more information about uh, your employees. How many employees do you have today, and what is the culture inside Sleek right now? So r right now we're I, I think we hit the yeah 350 people mark. Uh, so yeah, the, the team has grown like uh, quite tremendously, and I'm really happy because after five years uh, now we managed to really like, gather 
people around the, the key sleek values. Um, so it's going to sound very cheesy, uh, but the sleek values are five. <laughs> and, you know, we, we took like the five letters of sleek. So okay. S for simplicity, L for loyalty, E for excellence, E for entrepreneurship, and K for kindness. So now the explanation, simplicity, because, you know, what's the point of doing complex things? Loyalty, we're loyal to each other, we're loyal to our clients, we will never let them down and also never let the sleeker down. Um, excellence, because we deal with your accounting and with your governance, so, you know, if we screw up, then they can have, there can be you know, consequences. So we, we, we thrive and we try to be excellent every day. Entrepreneurship, because we, we're all entrepreneurs, we're all trying to actually overcome issues that our clients are facing, and we try to build technology to actually, uh, you know, go around that. And K for kindness, because we're kind to each other, we're kind to our clients. Uh, there is no point in working with, uh, you know, arrogant, non-kind people. So, yeah, we're just, a, you know, uh, a good bunch uh, of people. And how do you share this uh, culture with them? Uh, because you share, you share the five values that you got, but how you help them to, you know, like... Uh, really have this value in, into the core of their... I think it starts, you know, with the first interview that uh, candidates actually have with us. Uh, so all, the, all our HR are very well trained with the sleek values. And, you know, like we literally like talk about them every week. Um, so it starts literally with the first interaction that you have. So it's not even the first, uh, you know, interview. It's actually on the website. If you go to our career section, if you look at uh, any, uh, you know, like a, um, a job opening, there is an explanation about the values and why you know they are so important to us so that's actually the very start and you know then when you speak to people you see definitely those who are in line with that because they mention it and uh, before to be perfectly honest i was not a huge believer of that but uh, we rolled it out like everywhere and now it makes like so much uh, sense to have that everywhere the quality of uh, you know a candidate has gone up the engagement and the commitment of people uh, once they're on board has you know like tripled Uh, so it's really impressive to see what formalizing, you know, these uh, values are and their impact then on the day-to-day -day business and on the management. Interesting. Um, do you spend still some time to hire people yourself or interview those uh, people joining your company? Yeah, yeah, all the time. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm part of mostly like, you know, um, all of the interview, like in the hiring process uh, here in Hong Kong, a bunch in Singapore. Uh, yeah, like all the time. I'm usually the last one, like the gatekeeper, like the old dude with the big beard, uh, <laughs> although I don't have any, uh, just to make sure that, uh, yeah, uh, you are in line with, uh, you know, the, the, the slick principles and, uh, and uh, we are also like, you know, a good environment for you to, uh, to develop yourself and to, to spend a few years. Also, so that uh, over the last two years, you hire like some uh, really high profile into your company. You have a head of intake, you have different head of operations who joined the company. Can you just share a bit more about their missions, how you recruit them, why you recruit them? Um, yeah, so for instance, Pauline, uh, our head of fintech in Singapore, uh, so she comes with uh, yeah more than 10 years of, I mean, uh, 15 years, I think, of uh, you know banking experience, uh, building uh, the fintech and the neo bank departments uh, within like you know big traditional banks in Singapore, and also like all their connections with the startups. So um, she is a huge added value uh, and like addition to the team. She is driving, uh, you know, on her own, uh, almost like the entire like fintech pro project that we have uh, in Singapore, and uh, yeah, in exclusively. I know this will be like you know, <laughs> so uh, published later. But uh, so tomorrow we're going to announce that we secured the uh, major payment institution license in Singapore. Congratulations! Uh, thanks. <laughs> so it, it, yeah, it took us a year and a half to actually get there. 
Uh, but now we're actually like, you know, on par with uh, all the big banks and all the fintechs, uh, like uh, in the likes of Revolut, Wise, um, to actually provide, uh, you know, full-fledged and unlimited accounting, uh, accounting, sorry, business accounts and also like, you know, corporate cards to, uh, to our clients. So that's mainly thanks to Pauline, uh, you know, who has like led the project from A to Z uh, that, we are, that we were able to actually secure that license. So yeah, bringing people that are more experienced and, and that have like all these particular skills, uh, just like, you know, allows you to not make, you know, one or two steps uh, forward, but like, you know, five or 10, actually. It's, you know, it's great really to like bring some people that are smarter than you. So it's quite easy in my case, <laughs> but it's, it's, it's quite nice. And uh, you just spoke about like a fintech project, right? So how do you uh, collaborate with large institutions or with the regulators in Singapore or in Hong Kong? So uh, I'll speak about Singapore because in Hong Kong right now, we haven't done anything. Uh, but, uh, you know, the, the, the Monetary Authority of Singapore is, is super proactive with regard to fintech and innovation. And there are like, you know, various frameworks uh, for startups and, and, and fintech companies to actually uh, start operating even at a small, small level. Um, um, so that's what we did. Actually, we uh, went through like two different steps to actually start our, our fintech project without, you know, having to secure the, sorry, the MPI license. Um, so working with them was actually quite uh, quite straightforward and, and very nice, very efficient. Uh, it was just a bit long, uh, but uh, yeah, uh, they're very like you know supportive of uh, innovation uh, on their end. So it's a pleasure to work with them. Uh, then on our end, we work directly with uh, big financial institutions. Obviously, we're not a bank, so we are not like you know the custodian, like, you know, keeping your cash. So we work with traditional banks who are also like you know welcoming a discussion with us. Uh, because somehow we're also helping them to, uh, you know, step up their game and uh, and be a bit more agile. Um, I also see that you like you just mentioned recently that you have creating that kind of a business account. What what is changing for you right now, and what is next for you with this business accounts happening to you? So right now, if you if you register a business, you need to uh, yeah go to your corpsec and deal with it. Uh, him, sorry, or her. Uh, and then after you need to go to a bank uh, and wait for uh, a while to actually open your account. And if you're not based in the country where uh, you want to re you register a business, most likely you are going to have to travel. Um, and so right now you need to speak to two people. We just like, you know, merge this, these two people into one. Um, so yeah, just like, you know, an all-in-one platform uh, on which we never ask you like, you know, twice the same, the same question. All your data is actually kept uh, very safely with us. And we use that data to offer you, like you know, the full spectrum of services that you need as a as a small business. And what makes the difference between Slick and these competitors? Because I saw like other companies doing similar services than you. Uh, so I use the first one on the market. I use the most digital. I use the closest to to zero. Do you have like anything you can share with us? Yeah. So we're the only one actually offering you the uh, registration and uh, you know the business account. Uh, there is no other company, uh, you know, in the whole of Asia and also Europe actually offering you like uh, these two products. There is one in the US, uh, but uh, yeah, we're a bit, uh, you know, on the on a desertic plain, uh, which is nice. Uh, but uh, we need also to, uh, you know, like work and also like, you know, promote our products. So that's, uh, you know, what uh, what we're doing uh, every day. In terms of uh, partnership with uh, large institutions, how big institutions can learn from you? That's a good question. Uh, I, I think it's us learning from them because, you know, entering the fintech space, it's more like a, a compliance stint. Um, so they have the experience, which is why, you know, we hire people that have a massive experience there. So I think uh, it's a, it's a two-way street. We learn from them on compliance. 
they learn from us on actually like the speed of execution and the agility. Uh, so that's you know how we envision the uh, relationship between Sleek and big financial institutions. So we spoke about the genesis of your company. We spoke about the presence. Uh, we spoke about the really near near futures. And what's next for you in the next six months or next two years? Do you have uh, any roadmap in uh, in mind? So the, the roadmap right now is to really like roll out all of the uh, slick services to uh, you know like all the countries where we are, and then after we're looking at uh, uh, other countries uh, that are like you know developed economies. Uh, that's uh, the, the positioning that we have at Slick. It's to look uh, only at that market for now. Uh, because the uh, adoption from clients is actually quite fast. Um, and it's a market where you don't, I mean, also the regulators allow you to actually bring uh, your platform and your solution. Uh, there would be literally no point to go to you know, a great and big country, uh, yeah, such as, for instance, Indonesia, that does not allow you to actually use digital signature to, uh, to register a business, uh, nor has any API to actually connect your platform. So right now, we only look at actually developed countries. Uh, just you know, for strategic reasons. Um, is it high, hard right now to hire tech talents for your company? Is it? Do you face any competition from other companies as well? Yeah, in in, in Singapore, uh, it's uh, it's actually really tough um, because you have all these big guys that have like uh, you know uh, really deep pockets. Uh, we have big pockets, but like you know, not as big as these guys. Um, so yeah, it's quite difficult, uh, but. Um, in India, you can also like you know struggle a bit these days. Uh, now with uh, you know all the, re the the remote work happening, so the the market has really gone up in India. Uh, but I think it's also by you know your ability to sell your project and also to motivate uh, and excite you know like uh, people uh, that you know you bring up your faculty to actually hire uh, you know new talents and great ones. Um, so. Yeah, I think you know we're working on that angle as well uh, to 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 sorry to to describe the full uh, like product vision that uh, we're building at Sleek, and now with uh, you know the, secu the us securing that license, uh, also like you know the fundraising, uh, opening new countries, all these news actually participate to uh, increase your employer employer's branding, and uh, yeah, whether or not you like it, actually it does help you to actually. Uh, Uh, on board, uh, new and great talents. Oh, this is interesting. Uh, I got like a, a lot of discussion with different entrepreneurs, but they didn't mention this point here. So, thank you for sharing this with me. <laughs> My pleasure. We are close to this, uh, to the end of this interview. So, I would like to ask you a few questions about uh, mostly about you and uh, how you can uh, maybe like uh, give some uh, advice to our different listeners. Do you have any blogs or podcasts you recommend to anyone listening or watching this video? Yeah, so as I was saying earlier, it's really like uh, the the one thing that made me uh, wake up every morning and go to work like super pumped uh, was uh, the podcast uh, uh, "How to Start a Startup from uh, Y Combinator." Uh, honestly, it's a series of like yeah, uh, 10 to 15 podcasts, uh, really well uh, produced and edited, with plenty of uh, examples. Um, so obviously, they only talk about like you know huge like uh, gigacorn uh, like companies. But it tells you really like the inception of the project and the very, very first like, you know, few months and, and eventually years. Uh, so I would say that. And then after, uh, yeah, I'm connected on Twitter to like many entrepreneurs and, and VCs accounts. Uh, so that's where I also like, you know, read uh, quite a lot uh, of, uh, of articles. Um, do you have any blogs or your companies producing any articles that you share regularly on, on the web? No, uh, I mean, we do have a blog and a resource section, but it's mainly around accounting and uh, how to manage better your company. This uh, is interesting. This is actually really interesting, yeah. So for Singapore, for Hong Kong, for Australia, uh, we and also the UK, sorry now, 
uh, we do have that. So yeah, uh, like plenty of tips and tricks on how to improve uh, your efficiency, how to move up, you know, your profit, and uh, how to uh, uh, you know get uh, get less dependent from cash. Uh, so that's the kind of uh, you know insight that uh, you can actually find uh, on Slick. Uh, but it's you know for one step after. Uh, I mean, you need to have a company to actually uh, go there. And we also like you know tell you uh, why you should uh, go for Singapore and not Hong Kong in specific cases and why Hong Kong is actually better than Singapore in other cases. So uh, if you're looking for information on where and how to start a company, it's definitely, you know, like uh, the place to be uh, slick.com. I also remember that you did some video with your uh, head of accounting or a lady there explaining how to fill the tax. Exactly. Yeah. We, we tried uh, our luck at, uh, you know, creating an influencer in the, the accounting space. Uh, it, it worked a bit, not as much as we expected it. Uh, but yeah, like for those that are lazy and don't want to read, we do have videos uh, that actually tell you on how to uh, manage your cash flow uh, in a nice way. But, you know, like if you keep going, maybe it will uh, become uh, the most popular videos on accounting <laughs> that, in the world. That's actually true, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, where else people can learn more about you? Do you have like any articles you can recommend or podcasts you participate before or maybe your LinkedIn? Uh, I like to speak to people. So uh, <laughs> it would be very arrogant to say, okay, uh, read my bio there. Uh, no, like uh, you can shoot me a message on LinkedIn. Uh, I'm literally there like uh, every day, almost every hour. Uh, and yeah, uh, if you're in Hong Kong, that's great. We could actually meet for coffee uh, because <laughs> the, the measures allow it. Uh, if you're based overseas, it would be a call uh, for now. Okay, perfect. Thank you very much for joining this show. Thank you, Mehdi. Can you share a bit your LinkedIn before we just uh, stop this interview to everyone? Uh, I'm Adrian Bartel, B-A-R-T-H-E-L on uh, LinkedIn. Thank you very much <laughs> for joining this show. Uh, I hope you appreciate it and I'll see you soon. Ciao, bye-bye. Thanks.